Do couple friends rock? How do we go from a kiss and run to actually being together? Also, do you need a leather hoodie to be a smoldering lesbian? This is basically life, looking at queer sex, love and living. And I'm your host, Tiff Muga. So this is Ishtar. Ishtar is BBC's top 100 women for 2020. And she is a troublemaker in the activist world. Oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. This is Ella. Mm-hmm. Ella is wildly attractive for those of you who can't see her, but also full of brains uh, and is a, an amazing feminist thinker around organizations and feminist organizing as well and writes very smart things. Thanks, my dear. Those two are Ella and Ishta, pronouns, well, them, because there are two of them. But they do have individual personalities and bodies and lives. But to me, they are one of our favorite couple friends. They are smart and cool and opposites and remind me so much of me and my partner. They are magic to hang out with, that couple you just feel comfortable around. You know, not those people who you're like third wheeling, feeling orcs, ne? So comfortable. Anyway, moral of the story, get yourself some couple friends. They also help with thinking and exploring and, you know, balance. So, we got Ella, you. It's a facilitator here. Woo! I, 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 okay. I don't speak English. Are you good? Yeah. I'm actually, I'm actually very good, mm-hmm. actually. And I often feel like this year, that question, I sometimes feel a little bit guilty about saying I'm good. Me too! Like, because I'm like, oh. You know, you know, you know how some people have, um, what's it called? Game, uh, with, with match temperament, mm. like okay. match temperament where you like thrive under pressure and like you like playing in matches and games and competition things. Mm-hmm. I feel, I hate to say this and I have to say it out loud, but I, I do have pandemic temperament. Yeah, it's a built for the pandemic. I feel like... The default, the things that have made us, uh, the things that we've had to do under the pandemic and mm-hmm. in this pandemic context are things that I just, I enjoy doing. Mm. So, like, I'm, I'm good. You're good. Yeah. You're genuinely good. And I don't like saying that because I'm like, oh, no, I should say I'm full, like all the things in the like life. I'm and feeling the, some type and, of way. And the global pandemic and the angst and the, <laughs> like, existential crisis about where we are as a human race. And, mm-hmm. But... I'm good. You're good. Yeah. You're, just, you're just trying to whisper that. Yeah. Like, I feel like you're like trying to be like, I'm good, I'm good. Yes, Ella. Where are you at, my baby? So where Ishtar is the light, I would say <laughs> I've probably been the dark. Mm-hmm. Um, the existential crisis of where the world is is probably where I have been sitting and what I've been sitting with. Um, yeah, my heart has been really heavy. I'm a people person and I'm a connector of worlds and a connector of humans and I love love and mm-hmm. so feeling separated from that and feeling separated from my people has really been heavy on my heart and the isolation I think has really hurt me um, so I've had to go in myself and be and sit with myself in ways that I've never had to do before and sit with my fear and sit with my sadness in ways that I've never had to do before and ask my partner to sit there with me. Oh, um, yeah, no. Which we've never had to do before in such an intense way, in mm. a lockdown way. Mm. Um, so 
Am I good? I'm alive and I feel loved, so mm-hmm. I'm good. But uh, it's been hard. No, okay, okay. I I can completely and utterly understand that because also the the vibe of this podcast is we just like chat shit. But like I can you we you and me had like a champagne breakfast, and I was kind of in the same space where it's a case of like I have never had to sit with myself mm. quite like this, right? And I feel like I'm a mix between the two of you where I'm like I'm I'm thriving because. There is this sense of like I can do things within mm. this time, but then also dealing, sitting, and having wine with my demons—not even mm. tea, mm. but mm. wine with my demons—where I'm like, "Oh, bitch, are you still good for Chardonnay?" It's it's yep. been a lot. It's, it's been a lot. It's been a lot. But like, why I've invited you onto this podcast is because y'all are our couple friends you are our premium couple friends we have two couple friends we Just have premium you know no we have two couple friends we have the gay couple friends mm-hmm. and we have the straight couple friends so mm-hmm. y'all are our queer couple friends okay. and we love you and we love your journey and we love your vibe as holla so i just want to you know first question how long have you been together and how did you get together I love leaving this question to Ishtar. Oh, <laughs> it's like we will defer. So no, so so yeah, going on eight and a half years. What? Um, how we? Are you in my podcast? Is <laughs> this honey in hey, my podcast? <laughs> hey baby, hi Sipu. <laughs> so yeah, eight and a half years. Mm-hmm. Um, how we met? My my mother wishes that this was a different. A different way. <laughs> I've, I've got to be honest. Um, drunk at a bar. I love it. Drunk at a bar. And for those who know a specific bar, Kitchener's. Kitchener, Kitchener's is like Kitchener. a gay spot. Like they're like throwing all the parties right yeah. now. Yeah, they've been throwing all the parties. So and this was this was Kitchener eight and a half years eight ago. Eight and a half years ago, which was. It was, it, you know when it was, there was that time, there was that romanticized time when it was in its prime. There was like live music and bands and stuff going on. I did not know that. No, All I know is Kitchener's no. is sticky. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, yeah. This the was when wall, they still, the this floor. Was, this was <laughs> when they still allowed smoking inside. Oh. And there was carpeted walls, and so you know, you know, you've had a good night at Kitchener's when your snot is black the next day. <laughs> And so, yeah, very hot. And so, so we met, um, we met through Ella's younger sister. Mm-hmm. Um, so she had just come back from Cuba and she was out and about with her friends and brought her big sister. And she remembered me because, um, when I was in university, just after university, I was the coordinator of the one in nine campaign mm-hmm. and, uh, Ella's sister kind of not intern, but like volunteered for the one in nine campaign. And so she was like, Ishka, hey, long time. I'm like, yeah, hi. Hey. hey. This is awkward, but hey. ah, it's cool. And then she's like, oh, and this is my older sister, Ella. And I'm like, hi. Hi. You're tall. It's so nice. You're so tall. <laughs> And and that's how we met, and we had and we had chatsy chatsy, mm-hmm. and there was and and oh and and then they had just opened the bar next door, the Great Dane, and they were doing this pretentious thing where you know you have to have a password to get in. Oh my god! I know, I know, I roll. But um, Ella and her sister were like, oh, we really want to go next door, but we don't know the password, and I was like. 
I know. Of course. Oh my gosh. It's like, why are you that person in life? It's like, I got this. Don't it's worry okay. about it. Okay. I got this. I I, okay, so now I kind of understand why you want her to tell the story. You're mm-hmm. going to finish the story. But like, this one has a story, hey? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So like, what did, okay, I'm going to pause the story because I feel like your genesis is so freaking important. What did you feel when you saw this one? Because this one is all personality and vibe. <laughs> we went to Mexico and literally even the gay boys were like, oh, yeah, I'm dying. Yeah. Like, what did you I feel mean, when you met this I, why one? Why wouldn't you? Also, do, don't why you know that we can now you? say we went to Mexico? We did go to Mexico. <laughs> we went to Mexico. In a different time. That time we went to yes, Mexico we went to Mexico. <laughs> so Isha was wearing, I remember distinctly, a... <laughs> She was wearing black jeans, a black belt, a black top, and a black jacket. So basically jacket. what she's wearing right fucking now. But the leather jacket's missing. Oh, the leather jacket. And it was the leather jacket that took it to a, another level. So for those of you who are listening, Ishta is wearing a leather, not, not a leather hoodie, a hoodie, <laughs> right? So do hoodies come in leather? Yes. yes. I'm sure. They do? I'm sure. That sounds ill. But anyway... So Ishta right now is wearing a hoodie, but mm-hmm. literally wearing that exact outfit. Outfit, mm. except in the leather hoodie. It's her uniform. It's a uniform. Mm. Okay, mm. so Ishta was wearing all this. Fuck. And you were just like, hey. Yeah, and she was she was drinking whiskey straight. Why? And Why she did the was, cool lesbians oh, always drink whiskey? And she was rolling her own cigarettes, and she was all Too much. mysterious, and Too she much. didn't say a lot, and she like smoldered in the corner, and I was just like. <laughs> <laughs> is this woman? Who is this woman? And my what and my sister this? was like warning, red light flashing, red light. She's a player. Was no, no, I was no, nice. Like, okay, 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 okay. Let's have this conversation. Were you a player during that time, or were you just oozing player? Because mm, mm. leather, black, and whiskey, smoldering, not saying anything. Bitch, a player. I see you, no. sis. I see you, no, fam, no, ma'am. No, I, I see you. No, 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 no. It, it, it's not. It's not. That is not evidence-based. Is it not? Is evidence-based. it not? <laughs> it's not evidence-based. So I I may have like ticked the boxes and mm-hmm. given the aura of, mm-hmm. but if you actually look at on paper and you look at, no. Your scorecard. Uh, like, scorecard. That's what we're talking scorecard. about. When we, when we do the research, not a we found like, okay, so what was your background then by that time? So dorky and weird. I'm just like a, I'm just like a weird nerd. Like You're a weird just nerd. a strange nerd. No, I was not asking about your academic background. <laughs> I'm asking about like how many women were you finger deep in? Oh, at that time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So at that time, not many, but I was going through. So I just. I, I, I'm I, here for this content. Yeah, this, this is myself. The content. I am. I'm learning. No, so after my last relationship, I said mm. one year. One year, I'm going to try and live my live my best life. Whole is life. Yes, mm. and, and be my best person. Mm-hmm. And so yes. And so I, I, I did what many, many people do and like, you know, low hanging fruit, which was straight woman. <laughs> straight, straight. Oh my God, you did a straight woman thing? They were my bread and butter for so long. They were, they are so many. I went to rows. So I, 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 need to, I need to say this on the podcast because you cannot see this room. My partner, Sibu Meza, has held her head and been like, oh, Jesus of Nazareth, right? Ella is laughing herself into a corner. But like, no, the straight woman thing is a... Also, I find it so weird that straight women are low-hanging fruit because you'd think that the, the top of the tree, you have to climb, you have to convince them, you have to be like, everybody is straight until wet. But like, 
Straight women are literally low hanging fruit. Especially at university. I went Ooh, to Rhodes. She's you know, a Nazareth. <laughs> Okay, okay, yeah. okay. So you saw homies sm- smoldering mm-hmm, in the corner. Mm-hmm. How did that go? You are now taking over the narrative. How did that go for you? So, mm-hmm. when we talk about straight women mm-hmm. and climbing straight women, <laughs> I don't know if that's what we talk uh, about, but that's, but what okay. ta- that's what we're talking about. Because what landed up happening was. Mm-hmm. At the time, I was also out of a relationship for about, since about a year. And I was, by all intensive purposes, straight with okay. a queer side, as most girls at Rhodes are. Because you, <laughs> because no, you, 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 because you are all, queer adjacent. Queer adjacent. We've okay. all dabbled. And um, so I was like, well, we can dabble further. And Ishan and I went to a live gig. You're so much better at telling this story than I am. Much better practiced. And also, it was a live gig. Also, y'all need to know that you need to synchronize your ability to tell the story. You re- that is all like that is the thing. I just like staring in awe at her as she, as she narrates tells the story. and Okay, and don't worry. She will, ta- she will take the story back just now, right? It's the, it's the pickup line. It's the pickup line that Ooh. I think clinched the final deal yeah. of... Okay. It was a great line. Okay, so what was the pickup line? Tell me that, and you can now take over the narrative as she stares in awe. So I I invited I invited her sister to the gig, knowing that she would bring you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, and, so, oh, well, oh, well, oh, no, well, 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 no, via, via, you can't be direct, you can't, I didn't want to be that, I didn't want to be that predatory queer. Oh, sniper. Because I said, like, no more straight woman, and then I met okay. her, and then I was like, one more. One just, more. One. just one more. One just more. One more. Just one more. Eight years later, yes. one more still. One more is one more. And yeah. so mm-hmm. I was with my friends and she was with her friends and we were we were dancing. You know, you know how we dance in circles? <laughs> at the club. At the club. It's <laughs> club. It's club. We dance and so I'm dancing with my friends and she danced with her friends. And every now and then I would see a hand extend through the circle with caramel vodka, a shot of caramel vodka in it. And okay. I loathe sweet things. But when a hot girl gives you caramel vodka... That was you giving you the caramel yeah, vodka? No. You, you, you say no. yes. You oh. So I drinking the caramel So vodka, you caramel were the vodka. like spicy queer mm-hmm. doing mm-hmm. a thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then, and so I had an inclination that mm-hmm. she had intentions mm-hmm. because she got drunk and basically was telling anyone who would listen in Kitchener's, oh my God, oh my God. I think I like this girl. But she's she, so hot. She, she didn't so know hot. that I knew majority of people at Kitchener's because that was my So, so you were getting so the hint back. Conspiracy, going, I tell oh my you. god, oh my god, Ella, Ella's keen. Ella's keen. Ella's keen. Yes. But, so you were getting the intel back. But I didn't want to make the first move because mm-hmm. we, we all know those predatory those yeah. predatory queer women. And usually it's a more mask presenting ones. Yes, and so I didn't want to fall into that stereotype. Mm-hmm. So I was like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I know the information, I have the information. Okay, Let okay. me sit with it. Okay. Um, and so I While was... While I smolder in the corner with yes. my whiskey. Yes. Well, so I was smoldering in all black. All smoldering. I feel mm. like we need to keep mentioning the all black, mm-hmm. right? Just, mm-hmm. Yeah. And the leather. You can imagine. Yeah. The leather. Mm. And so okay. I was, I, was, I was at the bar and then this one sidles up to me and mm-hmm. goes, so. Hello. Granted, one has had a, a few drinks. Hello, hello. And she goes, so, what is your position on kissing straight girls? 
I am still so embarrassed by that line. No, 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 no. No, it's a great line. It's a great line. I mean, it's to the point, right? It is to the point. It's definitely... You're saying what you need to say. And I respect that. What is your position on kissing straight girls? And then I looked at her and I said, try your luck. And then she pulled in. And then... And, and then there was that moment, you know, when oh. the world stops and all the, everything goes silent. And there was thinking I was like making out of this very tall Amazonian goddess, like discreetly. Uh-huh. But when we pull away, I realize like we've been blocking an, like a doorway and I turn around and my friends are giving me the slow clap. Mm. And then I turn around and she is out the door. You're out. You You're gone. Out. gone. Where have you gone? Where have you gone though? Where Into a car Into with a car. my friend to go. Oh, gone. <laughs> Are you serious? A car was idling, waiting for her. Mm-hmm. Basically, you had your getaway car. Mm-hmm. Basically, you mm-hmm. robbed her mouth. Yes. Well, her mouth I was would a say bag. it was a gift. I, I, know. Like, I would say I left I a feel gift. Like, I feel like it Robbing, feels right now gifting. like she was a bank. <laughs> like a beautiful bank. And you're like, I'm going to steal this gold. <laughs> and getaway car Not invest? Not invest? Maybe what? I was invest. Who invests <laughs> and jumps in a car? <laughs> When I drop my money at FNB or NetBank, I had already, already asked for her number <laughs> before I asked the question. So I had her number. So I knew it was there was a long term investment. Okay, okay. Yeah. So you mm-hmm. knew. So you mm-hmm. knew. Mm-hmm. Also, your pup is eating my whole shoelace. Oh, oh. No, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. Like I love it. I just needed to have that on record. Okay. So okay, cool. So you abscond. I abscond. Yes. You abscond. I abscond. How do we get, then get to eight years? It's seven, 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 eight years? Eight and a half. Eight, eight and a half. Yeah, yeah. In the car on the way home, mm-hmm. I text Ishtar because we did not WhatsApp. We yeah, did not we WhatsApp. We SMSing the whole we time. We SMS. We never WhatsApp. So we knew what, what we were WhatsApp saying. Was WhatsApp a real thing by it then? It was a real thing. And, okay, we, okay. and it meant that we had to think about what we said because you only had a certain amount of characters. And Bet. it cost money. Actually. Also, it, it cost money. money. It, cost, it cost cash money. So we were like thinking before uh-huh. we were sending these messages. So on the, in the car, on the way home, very drunk, I wrote, yum, full stop. <laughs> Hey, she's good, hey. No, look, 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 look. I am not proud. proud. No, no, I'm you not should proud. be proud. You should be proud because yum. Classy. It's classy. To the it's point. fucking classy. Especially for Kitchener's. Dramatic. The right amount of drama. Babs. The fact yum. that we're here. Babs. It's a miracle. Sis. I have to say Ma'am. This. I have to say this. I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So you have to say this. Yeah. So you just, you were like yum. Yum. And then for a few months after that, we were just each other's drunk dial, really. Mm-hmm. On Friday, Friday past midnight, 1, 2 a.m. on Friday. Y'all were booty calling each other? For a couple months. Oh, yeah. my days. She didn't have a brain. Oh, is a I didn't have a brain. We, we didn't, didn't have know. conversations. We didn't that wasn't know about brains. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Wait. Despite the fact that you two are some of the greatest brains I have witnessed, y'all were just fucking each other? It was really yeah, good. Are you like, fucking serious? Yeah, yeah. Oh my days. I feel like you have set a new precedent because you know, whenever you meet someone who's smart, you always gotta like, cause I just li- literally 45 minutes ago sat with a gay boy who is experiencing trash sex, mm. but beautiful the brain. dude is Ooh. beautiful brain. Ooh. And he's just like, mm. also the dude is a fuck boy. So he's stepping out. Oh my God. It's so many fucking levels. But like beautiful brain, no, no, no. Y'all, y'all have two of the Didn't most beautiful brains. Didn't know she had politics. 
Didn't yeah. know. So yeah, I was just fucking. Yeah. yeah. Bonkers. Yeah, and I, and I knew and I knew it was a drunk dial when when um, Ella has a tendency when she's had a few drinks mm-hmm. to text like. A fifteen-year-old girl. Oh, you, think, you know that? How are the letter R? R- you with doing with no G? No, like, I can't. I'm like, I can't. How, I can't. How, so you have no grammar. Why? How are you? You have no grammar. Yeah. Basically. I mean, I knew what I was doing. Yeah. Once again, you yes. know, it was it was very to the point. It was direct. So yes. both of y'all lived in Joburg at this point, yes. right? Yeah. And you were just like hooking up and. So how did it segue? So like I feel like I thought that like after that night you met, you had a drink, no. you had co- no actually not even you had a drink, you had coffee, like no. some grown be- like some no. grown bi. No, no. So I, you I were remember drunk. the first time I saw you in the light of day it was so awkward. <gasps> so awkward. Um, I, so, was, this I was is so. This not supposed to happen. Yeah, I was doing my I was doing Whoops. my master's yeah, exactly. mm-hmm. and Ella. Ella was at a conference at Wits and I was doing my master's and we had not seen each other in the light of day. It's been like a couple months. We've not. Yes, she was my dream. Yes. Literally. And then we bumped into each other because she was talking to a mutual friend on campus and we saw each other in the daylight. In the daylight. It was so awkward. Wait, why was it awkward though? Dear in headlights. Because we don't know. Why is she at Vits? Oh, she's doing a master's. I didn't know. Oh, you didn't know. I'm going to a conference. Why am I going to a conference? I keep not understanding this because I met both of y'all in your like fruition, like mm-hmm. both of y'all are here. Oh, why are you wearing a name tag? What are you? What are you? Why are you, you? You should oh, be catching a drunk organization. What's going what? on? What? You have to say smart things. Look at you wearing grown-up clothes and not club clothes. Like it was weird. Wait. Yeah. So is that how y'all segued into like? Oh, wait, okay, please, just, I feel no, like... No, the segue was the sandwich. Was, oh, there's the a sandwich. sandwich. Yeah. I, I'd just gone back from Mozambique, and uh-huh. we met at the club. Okay, at the club. And then, and then she followed me home, as mm-hmm. one does, on a Friday night. And then I woke up in the morning, I had nothing in my fridge, because I had been out of town. Um, and so I was like... Don't invite people to your home, yeah. please. For all of you listening to this podcast, do not invite people to your home unless you got food because there is nothing more awkward than waking up in the morning in someone's house and you're hungry. Yeah. Unless you're Ishtar and you go and make a plan. Oh, you made a plan. Okay, no, sorry, no, sorry, no, sorry, no, sorry, no, sorry, no, sorry, sorry. No, no. I was still hungover, but oh. I was like, I would do this. <laughs> and this is the first morning that, like, she, like, stayed. Mm-hmm. Because usually we were off... I mean, the first morning you stayed over, I had to leave at 5 a.m. because I was planning to, like, shut down Pride with the 1 in 9 campaign and do that, yeah, like, yeah. protest. Mm-hmm. That was when we met. Okay. Um, so it was always a thing. And so this was the first morning there was no thing and there was going to be staying. So I was like, I went to Bovotello. And you know they make those baguette, those big baguette sandwiches. Mm-hmm. And so I'm a vegetarian, so I got me, like, the Caprice situation. And then I got her salami situation. But they are large baguettes. Mm-hmm. I brought, brought, it, brought it home to her and she was still in bed. And there was a moment a where she was naked in my bed, reading the newspaper, and she ate the whole baguette. And I was like, yes! You are something yes! special. She ate the whole baguette. No, I, so no it's not shame. the newspaper. It's not the reading the newspaper naked thing. It was the, it was the, it's the baguette. She, <laughs> the fact that there was just no... So there was shame. a baguette. She was hungry was, and she was like, I'm going to eat this thing. And so there was a baguette. There was reading the newspaper. But mm. also you was butt fucking naked. But I had that for months. That was not oh, the new. Wait, she that been, was the new. Has she been tradition. reading a newspaper butt fucking naked? No. 
But so also the newspaper thing was like was an so added you, element. Uh-huh. Like the, I think the, the baguette thing contributing factor was, was the baguette the <laughs> that she managed to map this entire giant sandwich. I love it. Special. I love it. I love the fact that it's the baguette. Yeah. Like for me, what it would have been the it? butt fucking neck and newspaper reading, but no. No. For y'all, it's the baguette. What was it for me? For you? Well, yeah, actually, what was it for I you? I don't know. That is a good question. Mm-hmm. This is I why we it, have I these podcasts. I think it was when I made the playlist for you for your when you were finishing writing your masters. Oh. And I I was finding out more about her thesis, and she was doing it on food security, and I was like, oh, okay, so she's. Actually, she's smart. Oh, she's oh she's smart. Oh, she's, she's smart. smart. And then I made her a playlist of all the songs that we had SMSed each other over the last however many months it had been. Because all we did was SMS songs and like random things that were happening in the day. We never talked about anything serious. And so we'd just like send each other songs and then I'd spend hours and days wondering what song I'm a sender because there's some deep and meaningful meaning behind the song that I'm sending, which there was usually. And so I made a playlist of all those songs and sent those to you. And I'm a fan of grand romantic gestures. I love a grand romantic gesture and how they're received means we a lot ha- to We have heart. seen you over the years. Mm-hmm. Get us involved. Mm-hmm. <laughs> more and more you get the friends involved. Yeah, yeah. it's about Have-a-tong. community, right? Queer love is about community. Yoy. So yeah. I roll my eyes, but also I'm in awe. Yeah. You uh, watched that music video. I did. You were in it. Yes. Yeah. There was puppies. Oh, no, but puppies, teddies. But that's not the point. So it was for you as yeah. the grand romantic gesture. Yeah, and how beautifully it was received and appreciated. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yo, like, okay. So, like, I have this urge to ask in this podcast now, like, what your highs were, what your lows were. But, like, I think I want to wrap it, wrap it up because mm. I want this to be short, sharp, and sweet because I feel like your genesis is inspiration enough right because you don't have the quintessential like queer genesis where it's like we met and we moved in together three days y'all was like hikey like you upping each other you know you know booty calling each other right so like i think for me what i want to ask is for each of you after eight and some change years Mm. what piece of advice would you give the queers like the queers coming up like what piece of advice could you hand on to other people because like this whole like the streets is real like the streets are hard and getting into these relationships is hard and that's what part of the what this whole podcast is about is just archiving the way in which people are Mm. queer loving and living and y'all did that for 24 and 56 Seconds. And that was, that was just a, just, just a that was just minute. a genesis. That's why I'm just like I'm done with y'all. Because for 24 minutes and five seconds, how we met? This, how we met? <laughs> oh, right? shame. Did you think that that was gonna be like a 10 seconds? Yeah. I, I I thought it was gonna be a minute and a half. <laughs> I have all these questions. Now, can I tell you some of my other questions? Um, Ishta, did you have a pause before? Like I had whole questions about straight women. I had whole questions about like. How have you made it so long? I guess this is kind of that. Like, I had whole questions mm, about... Mm. But it's fine. You because, can invite us back to... You can always. Back. Yeah. yeah. Next time, y'all are coming to... Like, I, I, I feel like I'm quoted to flying you to Joburg and you just come to the studio. <laughs> because... The, but the, the advice. 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 Give the advice. So, then we can go drink. Yeah. I think I would say... 
and I think we've, we've, we spoke to you guys about this too. Like, mm-hmm. what does it mean to be in relationship with another person? Is, is like what it means to be in relationship with community. And the key for me has been communication and openness, being able to talk to each other about everything. Mm-hmm. And that includes the stuff that you don't even want to talk to yourself about. You don't even want Oof. to acknowledge in yourself. Yeah. And if you're not willing to face your own demons, it's really hard to be in relationship with another person because they are going to see everything in you and they are going to have to, they're going to have to be in relationship with those demons too. Mm. And so if you are able to talk about it, I think my, my biggest appreciation in this relationship is that I feel like when we said everything can be on the table, everything Everything. That means other people, that means other places, that means other lives that we want to be living, that means other dreams, that means fears, that it's everything is on the table, which made me feel free because I was a complete commitment phobe (laughs) and being able to be with someone who made me feel free Mm. because I felt I could be my whole self, even when it was really hard. And this year was hard and I was sad. And she was able to sit with that. And I was able to say, I don't want you to fix me. I just want you to be in this with me. Can we try that and see how it goes? So, yeah, talking, communication. That's beautiful. I feel some type of motherfucking way right now. But okay, cool. Hi, squeaky toy. Oh, puppy. Um, Yeah, it it reminded me of what people said when they found out, not that me and horoscopes are a thing, but when people found out that we're both Gemini, Mm -hmm. and our joke is always, yeah, no, but our multiple personalities get along with each other. Um, (laughs) Most of the time. Most of the time. But I mean, a a lot, like just echoing a lot of what Ella said around um, communication and honesty and being able to talk about everything. Mm -hmm. But I think also just a lot of self-work as well Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, because we're both very clear that we do not want to stagnate as as human beings in our own selves yeah yeah. Um, and so to make sure that um, I love the analogy of koi fish Mm -hmm. where a koi will only grow as big as the environment you put it in Mm. and so if you put it in a small pond it will grow to be it will be very happy but, but it will grow to be small. Mm. Um, but if you put it in a giant pond, it will grow to be big. So, so my thing was always that I wanted to be in an environment that allowed me to grow so that I could grow in our relationship. So, mm. I mean, we, we were talking about this just the other day. We are totally, completely different human beings than we were eight years ago. Yeah. We are, like, we, like the way we think, the way we work, our interests, our, a lot of the core values are still the same, but mm. a lot of us has shifted but we're still very much together and in love and on this journey together because we are we communicate that growth Mm. so i think working on yourself as well to make sure that you are being the the best you um often when we've had issues or like gone through hard patches we've had to go okay is this an us thing or is this for example, you going through an issue and projecting it onto us and then mm. having to do that deep work and go, actually, shit, we're good. We're communicating. We're doing all the things. But mm. actually, I'm going through some shit. I need to sort that stuff out mm. um, and see how that then reflects on the relationship. So knowing the difference between yourself and then coming together for your relationship and mm. kind of Ooh. being able to talk and do 
both types of work, mm. I think, is, is, has been very fundamental. Yeah. So, okay, so I stay not doing this, but where can we find you on social media? Because I feel like we need to do this. Where can folks find Do you know where folks... Look, on, on the socials. Yeah, like, are you, like, at, like, sexybuddy.com? Like, I don't know. No. I mean... I'm not really on the social. Yeah, then that's fine. I'm not on the social. Don't be on the social. I'm not on the socials. Either way, you're on the socials. You're not on the socials. Of course, the first people. <laughs> like, literally, I have had so many guests who are like, I'm on Instagram and Twitter and look at my Pinterest, and but I've never asked them. Then the first people I ask, um, I literally went off. I've gone off Facebook so many times, and this year I went off for the last time because and Facebook you're done. does not make me happy. Facebook does not make anyone happy, including Mark Zuckerberg. So anyway, it's fine. So just I just want to thank you so much. Half an hour of your genesis. <laughs> like I hope, like I'm just hoping, like even if this sound quality is nonsense, I don't give a fuck. This is going up online. I love you so much. I love you. I love you. And I'm stopping the recording now. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> I really do love hanging with them. I, I love Ella and Ishta. I really do. And the beginning of their relationship was booty call-esque, right? And you know, now that the vaccine is rolling out and people are being great, like booty calls are becoming a thing. Some of y'all had been jumping on booty calls since last year, there by 2020, even during the COVID. But it's fine. There is no judgment here. So. What I'm gonna do, rather than sit there and be like, top 10 ways of having a long lasting relationship, I'm going to tell you how to reconceptualize the booty call, right? So what are the rules of a one night stand? Like, what are the rules? What are we doing? And I know this is really freaking cheeky coming from me, especially cause I've never had a one night stand. There you go, confession, it's out there. But I did write a chapter on this in my book, Quirky Quick Guide to Having Great Sex. And I reconceptualized a whole bunch of new rules, helped by my baby cousin who is in those Tinder, in those, sorry, my bad, English, Tinder streets, right? So here's a list of some things you can do to reconceptualize the booty call and be kind about it. Because like, hey, yo, fam, it's been rough this last year and some change. Okay, so here's the thing. So number one, you can still be DTF, down for fun, fornication, fucking, and still respect the person. So now just because you're sleeping with somebody just once does not mean you need to be an asshole about it, right? It's just like, it just goes without saying. Even if you'll never see them again, even if you know you're deleting the app after this, even if you're like, I don't know, moving to another country, you can still be kind about it. Number two, do not be held back by time. You don't need to just booty call at 4 a.m., guys. Like, now, especially some of these countries out here having curfew, some of these countries out here ha trying to do a thing, 4 a.m. might not be feasible. So why not try 4 in the afternoon? You know, some people are working from home. How about a lunchtime special? Reconceptualize and rejigger the time. Let's do a new thing, fam. Number three, and I am at some point going to forget what number I'm on, so just, like, bear with me. Number three, advanced booty calls are a real thing. So like, you know the way these days you can like order your Uber to come at a certain time, right? You can pre-plan your booty calls. They don't need to be drunken and wild. And like, you can be like, look, guys, you know what? We're going to meet at X time and we're going to do booty call things in advance. Sometimes planning and preparation is sexy. 
I'm just going to say it. It's out there. Number four, engage with why you are having the booty call, right? So, like, there's different reasons to have a booty call. Some are, like, really just, you know, stand bog-standard reasons. You're horny. You know, maybe you're a little bit lonely. There's nothing wrong with being a little bit lonely. Hey, guys? There's nothing wrong. But now it's, like, woo. <laughs> so I just dropped my mic. So now it's, like, one of those things as to why are you having it if it's for a negative reason? So this is getting into some psychosocial things, but like sit there and interrogate. Why are you having this booty call? Are you trying to get this person back? Are you trying to show that you're a bad, bad? Are you trying to get over some sort of trauma? You see, these are the sort of things you need to think about, right? I think it's number five or number six. I don't know. Set boundaries and be okay with the boundaries. I think that that kind of speaks for itself. Oh, I'm on number four. Oh, my days. It's number four. Leon just told me. But anyway, we're on a number, fam. Uh, set boundaries and be okay with the boundaries. The next one is number one, two, three, four, five, six. This one's number six. Do not just kick people out. We're better than that. I think that speaks for itself. Don't just kick people out. Don't just be like, okay, cool, thanks, bye. Like, we're better than that, guys. In 2021, we're better than that. Uh, number seven, splitting transport money is real. You can split the Uber fare. You can like give somebody like cash. Like just pay your half. If they came to your house, pay your half. If you're feeling really chivalrous, and please know chivalry is not just for people with penises. If you're feeling really chivalrous, pay for the whole like transport thing. You got the convenience of somebody coming to your house. And like also don't be afraid to ask for half the cab fare if you're going to somebody's house. I'm just saying, guys, like money is tight. The economy is doing a thing. So let's just ask for half the cab fare. Uh, I think it's number eight. You know what? We're just going to say number eight. Keep a watch on who is in control. Because with any sexual engagement, there are power dynamics. There are some people who are in control. And sometimes that can lead to very toxic situations. Um, just keep an eye on who's in control. Make sure that it is a give and take, that it is a partnership, that it is a proper form of engagement. Right? And to go back, now this number nine, to go back to the cab fare thing, please check the person got home. Just a young text to be like, hey, hope you got home safe. Thanks for the evening, right? It does not have to be that deep. It's now not going to be like, oh my gosh, now we're dating. And even you, the person receiving that message, this is now not bae, okay? Just calm down. Everybody out here being decent. Because that's one of the problems with one night stands. People f equate decency sometimes with automatic relationshiping. It's not that deep. It's not that serious. Okay, right? Ha oh, and the next one. I've forgotten what number it is. I apologize. But have a post-booty call convo, right? So, like, especially if you might slip into booty calling again and again and again, just have that conversation. If you know you'll never see the person again, fair and fine. But if it's one of those things that feels like it's teeter-tottering, because some booty calls are regulars, right? Some booty calls are regulars. Like, sometimes it's good to check in, check where everyone is at, check if anyone's catching feelings, check if anyone wants to change the dynamic, change the relationship, change the, you know, arrangement in any way. It may be the person now, like, wants to end the relationship. So, like, having that time where you know you're both checking in keeps the power dynamics balanced and keeps the conversation flowing. Because you know me, I love conversation. And the last one is... No slut-shaming. We don't slut-shame. Slut-shaming is so 1983, we do not do that anymore. Just don't slut-shame. We're all just here for a good time. If somebody slept with you on the first night, don't be going and dogging people. That's just, it's not a good look. Just don't do it. Okay, so now go forth and prosper and have a one-night stand. This is basically life. I am your host, Tiff Mugo, telling you to calm your tits. 
life is not always that complicated. Make sure you go to basicallylife under slash pod for great content. Remember, this podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Also, go and like and leave a five-star review because that helps with the algorithm. Also, why are you at the end of the podcast and not giving a five-star review? Also, sharing is caring. Share this podcast with everyone. This podcast was created by Hala Africa Productions and sound engineered by Leon Erasmus of Digital Fanatics Studios. Music compiled by Mbali of Chosen Flower Collection.